This episode of the show is brought to you by Panorama Painting in Addison over on Mill Road. Quality acrylic at non-union prices. Call Panorama Painting today. Panorama Painting. Putting a coat of paint over Addison for over a year. Cash discounts available. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome back to the Life is Sacker podcast with me, Babby, Cicerelli, and this guy over here, Mancuso. What's up, my friend? What's going on? Well, I got to start off. I got another soccer parent that's bothering me. I love it. Go ahead. You you know the guy I'm talking about. Oh, you're going to talk about him? I can't take it. Uh, this guy's too much. He's not that bad. No, you don't see him as often as I do. We carpool on the same days, oh, yeah. so I see him every freaking night I'm out there. I tried to hide from the guy. Uh, why don't you just stay in your car? Are you kidding me? The guy walks straight up to my car. Oh, shit. I can't get away from him. What is he talking to you about? What else? His son. Oh, yeah, his favorite subject. Dude, I'm gonna lose it. Now, what's he saying about his kid? I've been calm. Sure. Somehow, but I'm gonna explode. Uh, why? Well, the kid's a great player. A great player. Honestly, he's fantastic. So he went to the U14 national team camp? I know. That's good. He just got back, what, oh, two weeks ago? He deserved it. For sure. When I found out he made the team, I was happy for the kid. It's a big honor, and he's a good kid. So what's the problem? The dad. Yeah, he is annoying. Dude, he's seen me five times in the past two weeks. You know, since he got back from the national team? Yeah. Every time, it's the same conversation. Did you hear about my son? He's starting on the national team. <laughs> yes, I heard about your son. We talked yesterday and the day before that. <laughs> oh, yeah? I keep forgetting who I talked to, he's telling me. Sure. Because he's having the same conversation with all the parents, right? Because everybody's coming up to me about it, you know? That's what he's saying? Everybody's coming up to him about it? Well, and yeah, and maybe that is true. I don't know. I mean, it's a big deal that he's on the national team, so... It's possible. Yeah, it is possible. But then he's like, yeah, so he's going to a tournament in Europe next month with the national team. Wow. He's going to be the starting center mid. And, you know, he deserves it because, I mean, there ain't a better player out there than him. Oh. I haven't seen anyone even close to him at to his level. Come on. I'm like. He said that to you? Yeah. Not, not once. Five times. Five different times. Well, good for him, I guess. Yeah, good for him. But to track me down five different times? No. To say the same goddamn thing in a week and a half, two weeks? Ah. Come on. That's annoying. Now I'm at the point where I just want to say, you know what? You can shove... Bobby, stop. Let me finish. You can shove... Stop, Bobby. Don't say that. You don't even know what I'm going to say yet. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Okay, go ahead. I was going to say... You can shove the U14 national team up your ass. Ma, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, and it needed to be said. Uh, well, why? The U14 national team doesn't mean anything. Come on, Bobby. It's the men's national team that counts. Everything else is meaningless. It means something, man. Don't kid yourself. It means you're a good 13 or 14 year old. That's all it means. And that's a good thing. And he could put it on his resume. Res... Resume. Shove it. Ma, if you kid was on the U14 national team, you would be proud. Of course I would be proud. 
extremely proud. Uh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't post it all over social media. No. Huh? I wouldn't shove it in everybody's face because then people would get annoyed or jealous. I know. That's bad karma. I agree. I agree. You're right. In Italian, that's the malocchio. What? I don't know this malacca bullshit. I just know it's bad karma. I don't want anybody giving my kids the horns. Yes, that's the malocchio, the evil eye. You give someone the horns to wish bad upon them. Yeah, the horns. My mother was superstitious like that, and she was vindictive. She hears someone bragging, and boom, she point the horns right at them. My whole family is superstitious. <laughs> if you bragging in my family, it's like you commit a felony. My point is this. If your kid's good, he's good. You don't need to tell me he's good. I could see it myself. Eh, some parents just like to brag. Yeah? Well, I like to point the horns. Forget it. From now on, I'm casting spells. It's not good to be vindictive. It's not good for you. It's not good for your soul. Yeah? No. It may not be good for your soul, but it's like chicken soup for my soul, okay? Hmm. I'm throwing the malakas at anybody who breaks. It's not a malaka. It's a malocchio. Well, then what's malaka then? That's not Italian. That's Greek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend Minos is always saying Malacca. That's right. Malacca. I love learning those swears in all those different languages. <laughs> like, uh, what about when we're playing a pole? I mean, uh, the Eagles. I know what you're going to say. Every other word out of their mouth is curva. When you play the Eagles, that's all you hear. Curva, curva, curva. Everything's curva. That's the only language I know that you learn one word and you can have a full conversation. <laughs> Are you crazy, man? What? I'm wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> you exaggerate, that's all. Yeah, I'm exaggerating a little bit. <laughs> Shame. Those freaking Polacos with that curva, man. <laughs> but uh, back to what we were talking about. You cannot get so angry at these people, man. So, you know, you have to just let it bounce off of your shoulder. Dude, five days straight, bro. I know, I know how this guy is, but that's okay. You know what, dude? Let's change the carpool situation. You drive on those days. All right? Let's see how you handle it. Ma, you act like this is my first rodeo. Yeah. I handle people like this all the time. You what? What? You what? People like this all the time? I handle people like this all the time. It's handle. Oh, my God. You've been in this country for 20, what, 23 years now? Please. You can't say handle? I say end all, end all. Dude, when you were in your 20s, I thought your accent was charming. 23 years later, it ain't so freaking charming. It's very charming, okay? It's very, very charming. <sighs> when I go to the parent-teacher conference, I make all the women teachers melt. Yeah, with your accent. Is it your accent or your freaking breath? Uh. What's making them melt? I don't freaking talk about it. You're telling people he's going to freaking make a melt. People love my accent. They love it. Yeah, that's what they say to you. You are so stupid. People are fake. You are so dumb. Yeah, I'm dumb. Uh, speaking of dumb, did this panorama painting, did they pay you? <sighs> yeah, yeah, they paid. Because you're so smart. Burro's Pizza is paying too. Don't worry about it. I got it under control. Man, anyway... All right, let's change the subject. Of course. Here, I got a question for you. Okay. Why did they choose that kid for the national team and not somebody else? That's your question? You really want me to answer? What? I mean, come on. 
What's the problem with the question? What's the problem? I sense a little bit of jealousy. Jealousy? Dude, what are you talking about? I'm trying to find out from you what you think he's get that the other kids don't have to put him on a national team level. Well... So what's the problem with that question? It's just the way you ask the question. What's he got that okay, I don't have this type of a question? Well, yeah, what's he get? That is the question. It's just the way you ask that question. It sounds like you're kind of a jealous, that's all. Dude, there's no jealousy. There's no jealousy. I'm asking a serious goddamn question. Answer the question. What? He's bigger. Uh-huh. He's stronger. Correct. He's faster. And right now, he's probably better than everyone else on the team. So that's why? I think that's why. Why do you think? Well, I think that's why, too. So why are you asking me these questions? Well, because I don't know. Who knows what's in your freaking Italian head? Italian head? How did I know what you were going to say? But uh, if you ask me last year who I think was going to make it on the national team, I probably would not have said this kid. Boom. Now we're getting somewhere. Continue. Oh, so you just want me to put my foot in my mouth? Is that what you're looking for? I just want to spice it up. No spice, okay? This kid just grew this year. He became stronger, faster. He's definitely the best player. Last year, he was not the best player. That's not controversial. Yeah, that's not it. I was hoping you'd be a little bit more controversial. There's no controversy, man. Until you're 18 years old, nobody knows who's going to make it and who's not. So you just keep trying, keep working, and at the end of the day, you see who's going to make it. Until then, just keep trying and enjoy. Yeah, that's easy to say. Yeah. Look, my kid hasn't had his growth spurt yet. So lately, the kid, you could see, he's, as they say, disillusioned. I understand. My kid's a little smaller for his age too. And it's not easy for him either. I mean, I see them trying to practice and they're just not getting anywhere. They can't get around these freaking monsters. Hey, that's life, man. That's life. There's nothing you can do. I know, but do you think these academy coaches understand that some kids hit their growth spurt and some haven't? What? They say they understand. Dude, those guys will tell you whatever you want to hear to get you out of those meetings fast enough. True. That's not the question. The question is, do they mean what they say? I have no idea. Nobody knows. Only these guys know. Yeah, that's very comforting. But you have to remember something, Bobby. In life, you are given advantages and those advantages could also be disadvantages. What are you talking about now? I'm saying this kid is bigger at an earlier age. It is probably an advantage for him now, but it could also be a disadvantage. <laughs> Dude, this is exactly why I thought of doing this podcast with you in the first place. Because people don't believe me when I tell them the shit you say, and now they can hear it for themselves. What am I saying? Dude, come on. In what way is having a growth spurt Earlier than all the other kids, a goddamn disadvantage. This kid's got more endurance. This kid's got more goals. This kid's got... Yeah. This kid is literally a man among children. And you're saying that's a defect. Go ahead, explain. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a defect. Kid's on the national team and this guy's saying he's got a defect. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm saying it could be a disadvantage in the long term. Then explain. Well, the boy is the best player on the team. Do you think it's an advantage to be the best player on your U14 team? Uh, you're probably going to say no, right? Right. It's not an advantage to be the best player on your U14 team. Why not? 
because complacency. Yeah, yeah, complacency. You learned a new English word and now you want to use it. You don't want your kid to be the best early because everything is too easy for them at that point. You aren't challenged in practice and you lose the motivation to get better because you become complacent. Is this the shit you tell yourself before you go to bed at night to make yourself feel better? Yeah, okay. The kid takes all the free kicks. He's never taken off the field. And, oh, by the way, he's on a goddamn U14 national team. But he doesn't get to suffer. For him, there's no struggle. Yeah. But you have to struggle. Life is suffering. Buddhist shit again. Uh, Look at our kids. Right now, they're struggling on the first team. We don't need to motivate them to train harder. They do it on their own. In my opinion, struggle makes it easier to get things done because you don't have a choice. You have to get better or you're off the team. Do or die. That's what I always say. If you have more advantages in life to start with, more opportunities, like you're the tallest one of the team or the strongest, or you get invited to the national team at an early age, then there is a chance, a chance, that you're going to procrastinate or become complacent or choose to do different things with your time. This kid doesn't have to improve his speed yet. He's faster than everybody. This kid doesn't have to improve his footwork. He's already winning all the one-on-ones. Yeah. So this boy has to rely on internal motivation much more than somebody else who doesn't have any other options. But motivation is a fleeting. Fleeting? Fleeting. It comes and goes. I know what fleeting is. I capito. Listen, I understand what you're saying. But personally, I'd rather have my kid be a genetic freak at an early age and get on the goddamn national team. I mean, come on. To me, the pluses outweigh the minuses. Period. Me too. I'm just saying there are disadvantages. That's all. And by the way, the kid just needs to be moved up an age level. Then it'll be pushed again by the older kids. Definitely, yes. But a lot of these academies do not allow you to go up an age level. Especially the pay-to-play academies. Well, why not? Well, it's hard it's hard to explain. We got nothing better to do. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, okay, fine. Well, number one, if it's a pay-to-play, then basically you are the service provider. The academy is the service provider. You are providing a service to the parents, like a Comcast. If they don't like your service, they will take their money and go somewhere else. So as a club, you are now dealing with a consumer. So then you're going to say the consumer is dictating the product. Very good. Very good. Exactly. In a way, you are allowing soccer moms to run your business. Uh, Let's give an example. You have two soccer moms, uh, Peggy and Susan. Hmm. How do they look? Stop. Be serious for a second. Okay. Let's say Peggy's son grew up faster than everyone else. So he gets moved up to the other age group, the higher age group. Susan finds out that Peggy's son got moved up. What's she going to say? Wait, who's Susan? Susan and Peggy are very good friends. Their kids play on the same team for years. Peggy's son got moved up to the older team. Okay. Susan's son is a very good player, but he's probably not good enough to move up to the next age level with Peggy's son. Now, Susan thinks that her son is getting screwed because he didn't get pushed to the other team with Peggy's son. Freaking Susan. It's not finished. So now Susan is going to go straight to her husband, Larry. Larry. And at first, Larry is going to say, it's fine, don't worry about it, honey. Everything is going to sort itself out. 
But? But Susan is a real pain in the ass. She's gonna keep going on and on about Peggy's son. Sounds like my wife. And soon enough, Larry's gonna... Larry's gonna lose it. He's gonna lose it. Yep. And he's gonna schedule a meeting with the Academy Director. Oh, shit. And Larry is gonna tell the Academy Director that his son should be put up to the older team with Peggy's son. And the Academy Director's gonna tell him to shove it. Yes, and then Larry is going to get offended, and Susan is going to fold her arms mm-hmm. and pout yep. and say, I told you so. This Susan's causing nothing but problems. And then Larry and Susan are going to take this kid, who was probably in the perfect environment for him to thrive. And find another academy. Mm-hmm. And Susan's going to feel fantastic. Yes. And that kid will be out of soccer altogether within a year and a half. Yes. So, to stop all this Susan and Peggy bullshit, the academy director says nobody is allowed to move up. Wow, I never thought about that. But that's not the only reason that you don't move the kids up. There's another reason? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. The pay-to-play academies need to win. If they don't have a winning product, the parents are going to start asking questions. Totally. If they ain't winning, they definitely won't be happy with the product. Correct. So those are kids that should be pushed up to the older age group to maximize their potential. That kid's staying down at his age group. Yes. To his detriment. Correct. But the team is going to win. You son of a bitch, you're right again. Mm-hmm. So basically, pay to play don't make any sense. No, it's okay. What? If your kid is not a national team contender, pay to play academies are fine. If your kid is a national team talent which there are only maybe 20 in the country, then you should probably find an MLS academy where he can move up in age groups. Yeah, and every parent that hears this is going to think their kid is a national-level talent. Hey, you're probably right, but uh, there's only a few national level. You have to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so what about uh, Susan and Peggy? What? I'll bet you Susan's hatter than Peggy. Oh, yeah? Well, why Susan? Susan... She just seems feisty, you know? I just like that about her. Mm. These are imaginary people. Yeah. Bobby? Huh? Oh, uh, so back to what I was saying. What? What am I supposed to tell my kid when he comes home all pissed off because he can't get past the bigger kids in practice? Tell him to just be calm. Oh, okay, perfect. Dude, this has been a really helpful conversation. Uh, I didn't say it was going to be easy, but the kid has to be patient. You have to be patient too. Me too. Being patient is sometimes the hardest part. Yeah, especially when you got a wife that second guesses every decision you make. Oh, Jesus. So my wife, she second guesses everything. My wife can't decide on nothing. She gets a full freaking workout just picking what shoes she's going to wear in the morning. Taking them off, putting them on. (laughs) And then when they talk to the other moms... Oh, Jesus. They're all shat. They sit there and infect each other with their ideas. It's a mess with you, Ed. Uh, I can't. I can't. Anyway, we pay to play. And what about the pay to play? Well, they got a whole different strategy than those MLS academies, right? Well, I hope so. For their sake, I hope so. So what's your philosophy on a good pay to play club? 
for the non-MLS clubs to make it, they have to have a lot of kids, at least 70 kids, mm. and they have to have a very, very strong B team. Yep. The B team needs to push the A team in the practice constantly, constantly to get better and better. Yeah. That's the only way it's going to work. Yeah, you're right. The B team needs to be almost as good as the A. They have to be neck and neck. Those two teams need to be neck and neck. The A team and the B team need to be right there. Yeah, they got to push each other. You're right. Because then you get a positive peer pressure. The A team is never going to stop trying because they see that the B team kids are coming on strong. Like hyenas. And they don't want to lose their spot. Yep. Positive peer pressure. Okay, so what about the MLS club? What about the Chicago Fire? What about them? Well, tell me the advantages and disadvantages of those guys. What? Advantage is it's free. Yeah, that's a good thing. It ain't pay to play. So they're getting only the very, very talented kids. Yeah. But. Yeah. The kids they are picking are talented today, mm-hmm. but they don't know about tomorrow. Well, duh. No, not duh. Think about this. They picking the best 16 kids for each age group. Now, if you do that today with the pay to play clubs, when they're U11s or U12, you're going to have 16 very good players. But that doesn't mean that when those kids become U15, U16, they're going to be good. No, I mean, half those kids aren't even playing soccer after four years. So to me, it's kind of a bigger gamble because you are investing very, very much on the 16 kids and with the hope that they're going to make it. But you don't know. But they have no choice, right? No, they really don't have a choice. They have to do it this way, but they need a better feeder system. Yeah, but they're just trying to build one or two professional talents a year. Yes, if they can produce one or two professional quality players a year, they are doing a superior job, no doubt about it. Yeah, that's all they need, one or two kids. The problem is that they've thrown away a lot of good, good, talented kids because they're too small, too young. You know, it's hard to figure out at early age who's going to make it, and who's not going to make it. Yeah, so how do they do it in Europe? But in Europe, that's the difference. This club like Roma, let's say, they have a satellite club mm-hmm. where if a kid is not good enough to play for the first team academy, then they go play for the secondary team in Roma. Yeah. And they're very strong teams too, but it's kind of like the B team, and then the C team, and then the D team. They have a lot of tiers. Okay. So a kid who's a smaller, he plays in a lower league for a while, gains a confidence, then he becomes a bigger because some kids grow faster than others, of course. That's natural. And then he graduates to the Roma First Team Academy. Invece, here, you're either on the team or you're not. All right. So here's the main question. Where should we put our kids? My can. Where should we put our eggs? Eggs? What do you mean eggs? Well, should we put them all in one basket or keep doing what we're doing? I don't know, man. You ask me all the time. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You just described the whole goddamn academy system in the Chicago land area. But that doesn't mean anything. How do I know where to put the kids? Oh, here Every we go. Every kid is completely different. Backtracking. Backtracking. I'm not backtracking. How do I know where to put your kids? Well, our four kids are in two different academies right now. Yeah. Uh, should we keep them there, or should what are we going to do? Do whatever you want, man. I don't know. So if you don't know, then who knows? Nobody knows, stupid ass. Nobody knows. That's the beauty of the sport, anyway. Nobody knows. Somebody knows. You take the chance. 
I don't know, man. Sometimes I think this Sacker thing is off for nothing. Uh, they ain't even going to get a, a freaking scholarship out of this. Now you sound like my wife. Well, it's true. You know how hard it is to get a goddamn scholarship in Division One Sacker? Now we talked about this. If you're in it to get a scholarship, forget about it. Just to put the kid in an academic program. Have him take the ACT test five billion times. You have a better chance of getting a scholarship. This is not for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's to teach them life lessons. It is to teach them life lessons, asshole. Dude, get off your soapbox, bro. It's not soapbox. Christ. If you want your kid to get the scholarship, have him play the piano. <laughs> have him learn the trombone. Yeah, they trombone. have a better chance. This is for life lesson. Well, I got all these parents in my ear telling me scholarship this, scholarship that. Tell them it's a life lesson crap. Ma, you know, if you talk to the parents, you're gonna, your head is going to spin. Yeah, it's spinning. It's already spinning. It's not easy to get a scholarship, man. Okay, there's only nine, I think, scholarship for every Division One school. Nine. And you think it's so easy to get one? Nine? There's 11 players on the goddamn soccer field. Yeah, exactly. And there's only nine a full-time scholarship. Jesus Christ. It's not even a freaking starting lineup. And just wait... The Division One schools, they go into Europe to find the talent now. Yeah, I heard about that. You look at the roster on the big teams, F them are from Sweden, Germany, God. Holland. You freaking Europeans are ruining everything. If they get a scholarship, even a partial scholarship, it's a big achievement. Yeah, I guess so. Well, this is depressing. My why? Just enjoy, that's all. You know what? Screw it. I'll probably just toss them back into the Mexican leagues. They, You pay like $5 a goddamn game, eat some tacos, and call it a freaking day. Oh, just to get away from the academy system altogether? Yeah, why not? What's the point of all this commuting crap? Blah, blah. Put them in high school for two months. Put them in the Mexican leagues. Let them beat the shit out of each other. Eat some freaking tacos. <laughs> some modelos. It's not the worst idea, actually. What, like they ain't learning life lessons in the frickin' Mexican leagues? They can learn a lot of different life lessons in those leagues. And then I don't have to spend four grand so my kid could go nowhere in life? Come on, man. This conversation is so goddamn depressing. My, you made it depressing, not me. You crushed all my goddamn hopes and dreams in one sitting. Austin. <sighs> Just to remember, soccer been very good to you. You were... Austin. In high school, stupid asshole. ass. You know what? You ask me to break down everything, blah, blah, and then I blah. do it, and this is what I get. My absolutely no satisfaction. That's not. It's not satis. You freaking. Mm, it's satisfaction. You know what I'm saying. Nobody knows what you're saying. Stupid ass. All right. What about the moms? What? What about the moms? What about the moms? The soccer moms. Who's got the best soccer moms out of the academies? How do I know? You have eyes. You see. You tell me. I'm always on the freaking prowl for the soccer moms. I know. It's like my pastime. No shit. Yeah, but I don't make it obvious. You don't make it obvious? What are you talking about? All the moms know that you are a freaking creep. Bullshit, dude. Stop trying to cause controversy. Ma, come on, me. You remember the time we were playing against Cleveland and you saw the lady from across the field and you grabbed me? 
And you say, look at the mom over there. Loud. Nobody heard. What? Anything. They all heard. What are you talking about? We were only by the dads. None of the moms heard. They all heard. Oh, well, she wasn't hat? She wasn't hat. That's not the point, man. You cannot make everybody know. I was quiet. I was talking to you and the two other guys by us. That's it. Those are the only people that heard. Ah, you have no idea how loud you are. You're, you're so stupid. Next time, I'm excluding you from that club, all right? I ain't going to bring up any of the hat moms. You know me. I find them. Big deal. We're the freaking tournament. I find the freaking hat moms. Everybody knows about Please. that. Please. You're out of it. I'm not telling you anymore. I have eyes too. And either way, some of our moms need to know they got to step up their game sometimes, okay? <sighs> What's the big deal? You're going to get me in the doghouse, man. Grow some balls, bro. You are Malaka, man. Yeah, well, go curve yourself. That's not how you... I don't care. It's not even worth it. You're the freaking Malaka. In your aunt. Eh? Yeah, well, your aunt too. Right, let's, let's wrap it up. Fine, let's wrap it up. You've been listening to the Life is Sacker podcast with us. Please subscribe. We need the subscribers. Thank you all for listening. Ciao, 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 ciao.